You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. God's grace teaches us to say no to sin and yes to a pure life. No more in this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Last week po ay pinag-usapan natin about the grace of God. Yun po yung simula na ating series. That grace is God's unmerited favor. That is when we receive something that we don't deserve. We don't deserve forgiveness. We don't deserve eternal life. Nevertheless, God gave it to us and it produced salvation on our part. Okay? So, binigay ng Panginoon yung kaligtasan na hindi na natin paghihirapan, tatanggapin na lang natin sa pamamagitan ng pananampalataya. Now, sinasabi po nating biyaya dito, okay, na pinag-aralan natin sa John chapter 1, ay Jesus Christ is the fullness of God's truth and grace. Okay? Si Jesus, yung pinaka- Grace personified na ibinigay ng Panginoon sa atin. Bagamat in the Old Testament, meron na hum grace. Yun yung, yung mga hayop okay, na pinapatay at inaalay para matakpan ang kasalanan ng tao upang hindi ang paghatol ng Panginoon ay sumaka nila, ang tawag din huro na biyaya ng Diyos. Pero wala pa siya sa fullness. Yun ay anino lamang o reflection lamang ng gagawin ni Kristo in the New Testament. That is why when Jesus Christ came, now we experience the fullness of the grace of God. Because Jesus Himself is the grace that came from God. At ito ay nagbigay ng kaligtasan sa bawat isa sa atin. Hindi lamang ho kaligtasan, kundi grace after grace. Marami pang biyaya ang ibinigay sa atin ng Panginoon brought about by the Lord's death and resurrection. So everything nilatag ng Panginoon, we all became recipient of God's grace not because we deserve it, but because God is loving and merciful toward us. Amen? Naniniwala ba kayong mahal kayo ng Diyos? Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, mahal na mahal ka ni Lord. Iyan. So lahat tayo ay mahal ni Lord. Kaya nga, hindi na tayo ang kinakailangan yung mamatay doon sa krus, kundi ginawa ito ng Panginoon para sa atin. Now, sa oras na ito, yung continuation po, yung bahagi, pangalawang bahagi yung ating pag-aaralan. Nung una is His Story of Grace. His, actually two words yun, His Story. Pinagsama lang natin, His Story of Grace. At pangalawang, ang pag-aaralan po natin ngayon is about exceptional purity. Now, allow me to pose this question. How do we continue living out purity in our lives? Now, do you think it is appropriate for us to live in purity? Yeah. Pero, in our corrupt and degenerated generation, napakahirap, hindi ho ba? Kasi, yan lang, nagdadrive ka nga lang, marami ng billboard dyan eh, na aagaw ng attention mo, at magdudulot ng last of the flesh, last of the eyes, and pride of life sa buhay natin. Papanoorin mo sa television, ganun din. Babasa ka ng mga babasahin, ganun din. At sa klase ng kultura na meron ngayon tayo, para bang napakahirap na maranasan ng kabanalan sa buhay ng bawat isa. Now, kaya ang tanong ko rito, how do we continue living out purity in our lives? Dahil matapos tayong makakilala sa Panginoon, ang sunod na hakbang, after you receive the saving grace of God, is for us to step in purity tayo ay mabuhay ng may kabanalan dahil tayo po ay nasa Panginoong Yesus na. Amen. Now, so ito, how do we continue living out purity in our lives? Ibig sabihin, 
hindi lamang temporarily na pagbabago, kundi talagang tunay na napagbabago na nanggagaling sa puso at ito ay nagmamanifest sa buhay natin at nagpapatuloy tayong lumalago sa Panginoon. Alam niyo ang biyaya ng Diyos, habang tayo narito sa lupa, we cannot attain perfection. Amen? But the grace of God will enable us to grow in our Christian walk and to live a life of purity. Now, papaano po yun? Yun po yung subject na ating pag-uusapan ngayong oras na ito. Tumayo po tayong lahat. Buksan po natin ating Bible dito sa May Titus chapter 2, beginning verse 1, uh, beginning verse 11 up to 14. Titus chapter 2, beginning verse 11 up to 14. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness, and to purify for Himself a people that are His very own eager to do what is good. Ang Diyos pong magpapala sa kanyang mga salita, tayo po isang daling manalangin. Lord, kami po ay dumadalangin sa iyo sa oras na ito. Samahan mo kami sa pag-aaral lang iyong mga salita. Bigyan mo po kami ng banal na pagkaunawa, Panginoon, and hinihiling po namin ang iyong santong spirito na pumisa sa aming kalagitnaan at sama-sama naming manamnamang iyong mga salita at maitaas lamang ang tanging pangalan ng Panginoong Yesus. Tulungan mo po kami, Panginoon, sa yaman ng iyong biyaya na ang salita mo ay maging totoo sa aming mga buhay. Itong aming dalangin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Makakupuho tayong lahat. Okay. Pag-aaralan po natin ang tatlong bagay ngayong araw na ito. It is the work of God's grace in our lives. Grace is not just something that we receive. Grace is something that we experience. Katunayan, God's grace is continuously at work in our lives. Naniniwala ba kayong hindi pa tapos si Lord sa buhay natin? Pero hindi ko sinabing <laughs> Hindi pa tapos si Lord, pero tatapusin din niya. Okay? When He comes back again. Meaning, the grace of God is available and will continually be at work in our lives. Okay? Now, ito po tatlong bagay na ito, ang pag-aaralan ho natin. First, these are, these are all the work of God's grace in us. First, salvation. Tumanggap tayo ng kaligtasan, tumanggap tayo, ibig sabihin ng eternal life mula sa Panginoon. Pangalawa is, consecration. Na ngayon tayo nakakilala, gusto ng Panginoon tanggalin ang lumang buhay natin na dati sa kasalanan, sa kasamaan, sa kasinungalingan, sa immoralidad, at sa lahat ng mga pahit na bagay na hindi kalaoban ng Panginoon. At pangatlo is restoration, is the restoration of God's image in us through Christ. Reinstalling the new life. So, kung may tatanggaling kasalanan ng Panginoon, dapat mayroong mailalagay na bago. Tama ho ba? Okay. Yan po yung ating pag-aaralan sa oras na ito. Unahin po natin yung sinasabi ro sa Titus chapter 2, verse 11. And it refers actually to our salvation. Sabi natin, salvation. It is the receiving of our eternal life. Pag sinabi, save ka, ibig sabihin, ikaw ay mayroong buhay na walang hanggan. Ang buhay na walang hanggan ay nagsisimula ngayon. Sabihin mo, ngayon. So ngayon nagsisimula yung buhay na walang hanggan kung ngayon mo tinanggap sa pang- si Lord. Hindi yung kapag ka ikaw ay patay na. Okay? The moment you receive Christ, you have the eternal life. Okay? 
Pag sinabing eternal life, isabing talagang throughout eternity, kahit wala ka na dito sa mundong ito, ikaw ay nasa piling ng Panginoon. Now, ang sabi ng Titus 11, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. So may tinutukoy ito grace of God that appeared. Sino yon? Sino? Ay, nakasulat na. Para hindi na kayo mag-iisip, papasahin nyo na lang. Okay? For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Jesus Christ. Kaya siya na na fullness of the grace of God. Now, I would like you to understand na sa ating pag-aaralan, magkaroon po tayo ng tamang perspective about how the grace works in our lives. Dahil kasi kapag kamali ang pananaw natin sa grace, katulad ng mga tao na sinulatan ni Paul, especially kasi si Titus po ay sa background nito, iniwan ni Paul si Titus dun sa Crete. Okay? Dahil una, para ma-establish yung church na pinasimulan ni Paul. Pangalawa, is dahil mayroong problema doon, may mga false teachers na nakapasok na kung saan they mishand, they misuse the grace of God. Pinagsasama nila yung law of the Jews, okay? yung law, at saka yung grace of God. Ito nga yung diniscuss ko ka anong last, last week about legalism. Okay? Pinagsasama yung law, yung mga batas, ito yung sampung utos, at saka yung may babang kautos na binigay ng Diyos kay Moses, at saka yung grace of God. Okay? Pinagsama niya, o maliligtas kayo, provided na ito, mananangan kayo dito sa law, at kukunin nyo rin ang biyaya ng Diyos. Ito yung parang mga taong sigurista. Okay? Gusto nilang makasiguro. But we know that we were saved only by the grace of God. Now, sabi ng Titus chapter 3, verse 5 to 7, he saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. Sabi natin, mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth. Ito yung born again experience. It is an experience, not a religion, not an organization, but rebirth is an experience. And renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. So once again, nireiterate dito ni Pablo kay Titus na tayo ay naligtas because of God's mercy, because of God's grace. Di ba napakainam na tinatanggap na lang natin yung biyaya? Kaya nga sinabi ito yung regalo, ibig sabihin libre. Kasi wala naman tayong kakayanan na magbayad ng kaligtasan nating sarili. Tama? Alam nyo kung ang magiging requirement ng Diyos ay tayo ang magbabayad, ay wala po tayong kakayanan. Violation of one is a violation of all. Isa lang sa Ten Commandments ang mabiolate mo, sablay ka na. Kumbaga sa isang basong tubig na lagyan ng ipis, di ba? Hindi na, kahit tanggalin mo yung ipis, kayo ba gusto nyo pang inumin yun? Hindi na. Dahil marumi na. Okay? Violation of one is the violation of all. And I praise God because our salvation is on the basis of God's grace. It's a gift of God. It's not of yourselves so that no one should boast. So walang sino man ang magyayabang na pagdating mo sa langit, ah, Lord, ah, dapat mo akong bigyan ng eternal life. Kasi nung nasa lupa ako, ang dami kong nagawang magagandang bagay. Ayaw ka ng maraming NGO. At marami akong tinulungan. Hindi na tayo pwedeng magyabang ng ganun sa harapan ng Diyos. Ako, ano yung ibig ko sabihin? 
wala tayong pwedeng ipagyabang sa Diyos because everything is just a product of God's grace and mercy. So, anong gagawin lang natin para makuha mo yun? Receive it by faith. For it is by faith you have been saved. Not of yourselves, not of your works, lest anyone should boast. Now, ano po ang pinagdidiinan ni Titus Tito? Kasi nga may issue eh. But they treasure so much the law. Naakala nila sa pamamagitan ng batas, sila ay maliligtas, hindi sa pamamagitan ng biyaya ng Diyos lamang. Kinukumbay nila yung misuse of the grace of God. So ito yung kinakalaban ni Pablo na kapag ka nailagay sa isipan ng tao, ang tao ay mas lalong magiging alipin ng batas. Kaya kita nyo minsan, may mga nagiging, ang tendency minsan ng mga ilang kristyano, yung bang masyadong dinumiro lahat, nagiging judgmental siya sa kapwa niya kristyano, ba't di niya ginagawa yun? Dapat katulad ko siya ginagawa din niya yun. Dapat ganito ang damit, dapat ganito ang buhok, dapat ganito ang kilos ng mata. Lahat na lang, nilalagyan mo ang sarili mo ng bakod. Naku, ang ibig ko sabihin, pag nakita mo yung isa, bakit siya ganun, hindi siya, nag, hindi siya, hindi siya naghulog ng offering, hindi siya maliligtas. <laughs> dinumiro, dinumiro na yung kilos ng bawat taon, titignan mo, at minsan ang nagiging standard mo pa ay kung paano ikaw ay sumusunod sa kautosan ng Painun, you look at people in the same manner. Eh paano kung dumating sa panahong sumablay ka? Di sablay ka na. Eh ang reliance mo ay sa paggawa mo ng batas. But you know what? The grace of God is available for our salvation and at the same time available for our sanctification. So hindi lamang tayo tumanggap ng kapatawaran at buhay na walang hanggan. Tutulungan niya tayo na magawa ang kalooban ng Panginoon not using human effort but the work of God in us. And that's what you call grace. Grace must be at work. It's not just a vague word. It is it is God's kindness, God's enablement that is at work in us. Naniniwala ba kayo na ang biyaya ng Diyos ay pwedeng kumilo sa buhay ninyo? I don't know about you, no? How many times I had experience na gumawa ng isang bagay na alam kong hindi ko kaya, pero nagagawa ko, it's because the grace of God is actually at work in my life. I still recall when God really uh, used me na mangaral ang salita ng Diyos by surprise. Hindi ko kaya na mangaral ang salita. Yung first preaching ko sa buhay ko, hindi ko sinadya na mag-preach. Inimbita lang ako sa Bible study para dumalo. Tapos mamaya, iniintroduce na ako as the speaker. Masipag lang ako mag-share ng salvation ng, sa kapwa ko, kaya kala siguro ako yung mga ngaral na. And by the grace of God, pinanindigan ko na, nandun na ako eh. Kumbaga, nakitang nalululod, tinula ka, nandun ka na rin lang, ilumangoy ka na. I was able to preach, that's what you call the grace that is at work in our lives. Amen. Now, ang isa pang bagay na tinutukoy ko dito is the grace of God that will continually be at work in us so we can live an exceptional purity. Say, purity. Now, sa Jude chapter 1 verse, what ang sabi rito, for certain individuals, ito yung tinutukoy ni Pablo, whose condemnation was written about long ago, have secretly slipped in among you. Okay? They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, 
our only sovereign and Lord. Now, ito naman ho, yung kabilang extreme, yung tinatawag na licentiousness, kaya yung the word license ay naroon. Okay? Ginagamit naman nila, ito naman tinatawag na abuse of the grace of God. Ako'y ligtas na. Pinatawad na ako ng Panginoon. Meron na akong eternal life. Hindi mawawala sa akin yung eternal life na ito. So, kahit ano na, pwede nang gawin. Pwede nang maraming asawa. Pwede nang bisyo, kabila, kabilaan. Kahit na manlamang tayo ng kapwa natin. Kahit na lustahin natin ang pera ng bayan, pwede na. Kasi ligtas na ako eh. Hindi na po pwedeng makuha yung kaligtasan ko. Though they relied on the grace of God, on their salvation, they are abusing the grace of God. Ano sinasabi ni Paul dito? By saying this, sinasabi ni Pablo, don't you realize that you already received the greatest gift? And that is gift of salvation. Ang kaligtasan natin ay binayaran, hindi ng pera. Binayaran, higit pa sa 10 bilyon ang pinampayad. It's the very life of Jesus Christ. And His precious blood ang pinambayad para tayo ay magkaroon ng kaligtasan. Ganun tayo kamahal ng Panginoon. Now, pag ikaw ay binigyan ng isang regalong hindi kayang bayaran ng pera, anong gagawin mo sa regalong yun? Iingatan nyo, tam? O itatapon nyo? Wow! Eh kung yung 10 billion na eh. Talagang palagay ko, hindi mo kayang bilangin yun eh. Talagang kahit di kasa sa bahay mo eh, pagkakasya mo eh. But you see, as sinasabi ni Paul dito, tumanggap na nga kayo ng kaligtasan, value that salvation by living according to the will of God. Huwag mong sayangin yung kaligtasan, nilinis ka na, dudumihan mo pa ba ang bagay na nilinis ng Panginoon? Sino rito nilinis ng Panginoon? We were all cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Wala tayong kakaya ng linisin kahit na ubusin yung dugo natin, hindi natin kaya linisin yung sarili natin. Tama? Kaya nga, tayo, i-value natin yung kaligtasang ibinigay sa atin ng Let us not pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality. At total pala, if I confess my sins, He is faithful and just to forgive me. So, anytime pala na magkasala ako, Kasi gagawa na ako ng gagawa ng kasalanan. total mabilis lang naman malinis. That's the way they view the grace of God. It's a wrong perspective about the grace of God. God is teaching all of us to have the proper perspective of the grace. The proper use of the gift that God has given us. Para maging magamit natin ito ng tama sa atin pong pamumuhay. Now, ito yung sinasabi ni Pablo sa Romans 6, 1-2. Shall we say then, shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Ano yung ibig niya sabihin dito? Now, halimbawa, kung kayo umutang kayo sa akin ng piso, at sabi ko, okay, pinapatawad na kita, wag mo nang bayaran. Papasalamat ba kayo? Salamat din. Salamat. Eh kung umutang kayo sa akin ng 10 bilyon, tapos sabi ko, sige, wag mo nang bayaran. Sa'yo na lang. Anong appreciation ninyo? Saan ang mas mataas? Doon sa 10 bilyon o sa piso? 10 bilyon. Ibig sabihin, kung mas malaki ang kasalanan mo at nakatanggap ka ng kapatawaran, mas malaki ang appreciation mo kung ang kasalanan mo lang ay white lie. 
kanya o oh, nag-white lie nag-white lie kayo sabi nyo gwapo ako <laughs> nag-white lie kayo sabi nyo gwapong gwapo ka pastor eh hindi naman totoo gwapo lang konti lang <laughs> nag-white lie ka mas makonting kapatawaran lang yun ayos na eh pero yung nagsinungkaling ka talaga ng napakalaki you need a greater forgiving grace of God so mas malaki yung appreciation mo now ang question ni Pablo ito Shall we go on sinning so that the, the grace may increase? Ibig sabihin ba, murkit mas malaki yung grace na tinanggap mo dahil malaki ang kasalanan mo? Ibig sabihin ba, sa mga susunod na sandali ng buhay mo, lalakihan mo pa yung kasalanan mo? Para mas malaki ang forgiving grace ni Lord sa'yo? Anong sagot? By no means! We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Sabi natin, by no means. Once again, by no means. No way! Sinasabi ni Pablo, nilinis ka na nga eh. Gagawa ka pa ng kasalanan para mas malaki yung biyaya na matanggap mo. Hindi tapos na yung panahon na yun sa buhay mo. Magsimula ka ng mabuhay ng tama sa harapan ng Panginoon. Amen. So, pag sabi, no means, sabi, no to sin. At ito yung pangalawang point natin is the consecration, the removal of the old life of sin in our lives. Ano sabi po sa Titus chapter 2, verse 12? It teaches us say, to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions or desires. Yung hindi makadiyos na mga pagnanasa o makamundong pagnanasa. Okay? Now, ang sabi ng 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. Ang tinutukoy po dito, hindi yung world na you're referring to the environment. Hindi po yun. Okay? Hindi yung, yung globe na gano'n na nakikita ninyo in the world. Okay? Ang sinasabi dito, huwag niyong malin ang mga makabagay na inio-offer ng mundo. Yung mga makamundong bagay. Yun yung tinutukoy niya rito. Ako yung ibig ko sabihin, Baka mamaya yung globe ninyo sa bahay, tapon nyo. Okay? If anyone loves the world, ikasabihin, yung mga bagay na ini-offer ng mundo, mga makamundong bagay, the love of the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, ito na yung tatlo. The last of the flesh, sabihin nyo, last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. Ito yung tinutukoy na no to ungodliness and worldly passions. You know, before, we used to be a slave of sin. Wala tayong kakayanan para labanan ng kasalanan. Ginawa ni Kristo siya ang lumaban sa kasalanan by perfected the law. He did not abolish the law, but He fulfilled it. So, nagtagumpay siya. Okay? Now, ibinibigay niya yung tagumpay sa atin. That's what you call grace. Okay? So that we ourselves, so that that grace will be at work in us so we can also say no to sin. Adyan po kayo? Jesus Christ, once He was tempted in Matthew chapter 4, tatlong beses siyang tines doon on these areas. Last of the flesh, last of the eyes, and pride of life. Okay? Lahat yun na pagtagumpayan ng Panginoon. Hindi siya natukso. Okay? Siya yung model natin. Okay? Nagtagumpay siya, hindi niya na-violate any commandment of God from 1 to 10. So, He fulfilled the law. 
tayo hindi natin ma-fulfill yung law. So, ang ginawa ni Jesus sa tagumpay niya, ibinigay niya sa atin. Ang tawag doon, grace. Now, that grace must also be at work so we can also say no to sin. Amen? No to the lust of the flesh, no to the lust of the eyes, no to the pride of life. Alam nyo, the decision should be made even before the temptation would come. Kung ikaw ay may asawa, hindi pa man dumadating ang tukso sa'yo, ngayon pa man sinasabi mo, no to immorality, no to adultery. The decision should be made today because ikaw ang gagawa ng decision, si Lord ang magbibigay ng kakayanan. But you will be the one to make the decision. Hindi yung, ah, ah, adultery, titignan ko kapag, uh, depende sa itsura niya. <laughs> you can no longer decide when the temptation is already there. Adyan po kayo? But kung dito pa lang, alam mo, naroon yung tukso, okay? Nandito pa lang, sinabi ko na, no! No to adultery! Okay? Pag ang direksyon ko ay gumaganyan, o kaya yung tukso'y lumalapit sa akin, madali kong naaamoy at lalayo na kagad ako. Why? Dahil noon pa man, sinabi ko ng no. Sabihin nyo no. no. Now, pag hindi ko sinasabing no, parang, no yes, no yes. Ayun pa naman yung boundary. Wala pa naman ako sa boundary. Huwag mong ilagay yung sarili mo sa boundary. Baka mahulog ka na dyan. Ako niyo, ibig ko sabihin, Pastor, okay lang ba na counseling ko yung dating first love ko? Gusto ko siyang maborn again. Ang ganda ng motibo, hindi ko ba? Parang gusto ko siyang maborn again kasi umiyak siya sa balikat ko. Palagay mo, si Lord hindi kayang gumamit ng tao para kung gusto niya maborn again ng tao ngayon, nagamitin na iba. Ba't kinakailangan iba? Iba pa. Ba't kailangan ikaw pa? Hindi mo na kailangan tanong yung tanong na yun dahil kung noon pa man sinabi mo ng no, kahit concern ka sa salvation niya, palalangin mo na lang. Nagamitin ng Diyos yung ibang tao. Huwag nang ikaw ang lumapit. Kasi yung tukso, lalong sasabihin, Hoy, lumapit ka. <laughs> Di ba? Ang tukso ay talagang tukso. Now, tayo, gumagawa ka ng decision, but the power to resist it comes from God, not from us. Ano kanyang ibig ko sabihin? Kaya sabihin, no to ungodliness and worldly passions. Now, sabi pa ng verse 7, in the world and its desire pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Talking about ungodliness and worldly passion, let's read Romans chapter 1, verse 25 to 26. Medyo mabigat po itong bibitawan ko. Sabi dito, they exchange the truth about God for a lie and worship, and serve created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Now, idolatry yun. Now, pagdating sa verse 26, because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Ay, ibig sabihin ng verse 25, total ang sinusunod rin lang ninyo, hindi yung katotohanan ng Diyos, ang sinusunod ninyo yung gusto ninyong sambahin, yung kalooban na yung gusto ninyo, yung passion ng mundo, so pababayaan kayo ng Panginoon maranasan nyo ito. Ano sabi ron? Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sex, sexual relations for unnatural ones. Now, medyo mabigat yung sentence. Si simplify natin. Lesbian. Ganun lang ko kasimple yan. 
Okay? Women exchange natural sexual relation or bang natural sexual relation yung bang babae sa kapwa eh, sa lalaki. Tama? Sila yung dapat na magpartner. Sila yung dapat na ikasal. Sila yung dapat na magsiping. Pero yung unnatural, yung babae sa babae. Sorry ho kung may mga nasasagasaan ako. Kaya mas mabuti pang binasa ko na eh. Para at least makakasiguro ako na makikita ninyo mismo na nasa salita ng Panginoon yun. Walang taong isinilang, walang babaeng isinilang na sa pagsilang pa lamang, lesbian na siya. We don't condemn lesbian. Sila man din ay tao na kirinate ng Panginoon, mahal silang Panginoon, pero hindi sila kirinate na lesbian, kirinate silang babae. Nakon yung ibig ko pong sabihin, now, tignan natin yung isa, verse 27. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Ano yan? Simple. Homosexual. Homosexuality. Wala po ang Diyos na kriniate na homosexual. Kriniate lang ng Diyos ay lalaki at babae. Ang tanong, bakit, sabi ng iba, bakit kami nag exist Huwag kayong tutawa, ginagaya ko lang. Yung katwiran, yung reasoning. Alam nyo, Bisa dapat rin natin unawain yung mga kapatid na yung mga yung mga uh, kapwa natin na mga homosexual. Alam niyo kung bakit? Hindi sila nilikha ni Lord na ganun. Deception ng enemy 'yun. Sila rin ay biktima. Biktima ng ano? Una, maaring sila ay lumaki na walang tatay sa paligid. Baka yung tatay isang militar na laging nalalayo. O kaya yung tatay nag-aabroad. Ang nakikita yung modelo yung nanay. Tapos yung mga kapatid pa, puro babae. Naglalaro ng manika. O siya, naglalaroin na rin niya manika. Influence, yung environment. Kapag environment niya, puro kababaihan, o kaya environment niya, puro homosexual, nahahawa din siya. Dahil yung mga kilos at galaw nila, at yung mga pananaw nila, point of views nila, na itatransfer dahil may transference of spirit. Tigit sa lahat, ito yung pinaka-common. Nung maliit pa lang sila, na-abuse sila. Inabuso sila. Kaya, it out, kaya yung sinatawag na may naiplant na kasalanan sa buhay na hindi man nila kasalanan yun. Dahil bata pa sila inusente, minulestya sila. Pero daladala nila yung spirit na yun. At hindi kayang baguhin ng tao ang isang homosexual sa sarili niyang lakas. It takes the grace of God that will be at work in his life. It's not even the military that can change the person. Kahit ipasok mo yan sa military. Tawa-tawa-tawa kayo dyan. Aaminin ko sa inyo, pinapanood ko yun. Hindi dahil gusto ko yung mensahe kundi para maintindihan ko kung saan sila nanggagaling. Para maintindihan ko paano ko sila aatakihin pagdating sa preaching. Yung prinsipyong nilalatag nila, gusto nilang tanggapin ng tao, in comparison to the Word of God, makikita ko, dahil alam ko salita ng Panginoon eh. So that I know how to attack their mindset. Kaisipan nila, 
Isinilang na kami ganito. Ito na kami. Nakakita na ko ba kayo sanggol? Nung pagsilang, umiiyak. At ang iyak niya, ah! Wala! That is why, alam nyo, sa totoo lang, naaawa ho ako eh. Pag mayroon kong kakilala, lalo nyo silang ipanalangin kasi marami sa kanila, hindi man lahat, marami sa kanila, they are struggling. Ayaw naman nila yun eh. Hindi nila gusto na parang may babae sa loob nila pero panlalaki yung katawan nila. Hindi rin nila gusto yun. So they, we need to really pray for them. And it's not even religiosity that can change them. It's only the grace of God. What is religiosity that cannot change men? It's man's effort and attempt to please God. Grace is about God's attempt to change men through Christ Jesus. Naunuhan yung pagkakaiba? Kaya yung iba, sabi na nanalangin naman kami. Lumulugod naman kami. Nagmamakaawa namin kami sa Diyos na baguhin kami. Pero bakit hindi? Because religiosity is different from Christianity. Christianity is the grace of God at work in the lives of men. It is God's attempt, it's God's effort working inside the heart of men through Christ Jesus. Religiosity is man's attempt to please God. Man's effort. And man's effort would only come to would only fall into you. you uh, I, I should say, futility. Walang saisay. Why? Dahil effort ng tao yun. But if it is the grace of God that is at work, you just have to say yes to God, no to sin. The grace of God will be at work in your life. Amen. Maaaring ang proseso ay hindi madi, eh, ako nga lang eh, nung ako, eh, nung ako po eh, nasa high school pa, yung pag-give up ko lang sa pag-iinom ko, hindi ko kaya eh. Ilang beses akong nanalangin, Lord, ayoko na, and then I would, again, try myself. Pupunta naman ako sa barkada ko, nag-iinuman na nga sila, pupunta pa ako. Sabi ko, sa isip ko, in Jesus' name, hindi ako matutokso. Ayun, pagkatapos, ako lasing. <laughs> Iyak na naman ako kay Lord. Kasi I'm just relying on my own strength to change myself instead of yielding to the grace of God and allow His grace to be at work in my life. Yun po yung malaking kaibahan. Kaya walang sino mang taong meron ka kaya ng baguhin ng kanyang sarili maliban kung, maliban kung maranasan niya ang biyaya ng Panginoon sa pamamagitan ni Jesus Christo. Amen? Now, sabi ng 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10, Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Sabi natin, do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, yan, thieves, nor the greedy, hindi man lang minimize yung greed, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers, will inherit the kingdom of God. Dagdagan pa natin sa Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 to 20, bato-bato sa langit, tamaan sana. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft. Hatred, discord, or pagkakababahagi. Jealousy, fits of rage, or paghihiganti. Selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy. Drunkenness and orgies. Orgies means group of people having sex together. And the like. I warn you. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, I warn you. Sa kabila, sabi mo, I warn you. Sabi ni Pablo, I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. 
wala si Juan. But you know what? Maring yung iba sa atin tinatamaan pagka binabanggit ko ito. But there is hope. Jesus Christ died on the cross so that you can avail the grace that He is giving you. And what what's the role of the grace for us to experience purity? Sabi ng 2 Corinthians 12.9, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. What is that power all about? The power that is at work. That power is the power that raised Christ from the dead. Ibig sabihin, kung yung patay, nabuhay ng kapangyarihan yon, yun din yung kapangyarihan kumikilo sa atin para matanggal natin o para mawala sa buhay natin ang dati nating buhay na puno ng kasalanan. My grace is sufficient. Hindi kulang sapat-sapat ang biyaya ng Panginoon. Katunayan, marami nang nakaranas nito. And this is a testimony of uh, Stephen Bennett. Isa po siyang uh, Amerikano. Sabi niya, no one is born gay. Sininterview siya sa CBN. He is a former homosexual who lived the gay lifestyle for 11 years. Today, he is married and has two young children. He's also a born-again Christian who has a ministry to men and women who want to be set free from homosexuality. Yung lalaki po dyan, pamilya niya yan. Siya'y dating homosexual. And he realized that no one is born gay. He experienced the great of, grace of God after accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. The process may not be easy, but it became possible because that grace became at work in his life. That The grace of God is sufficient. It is made perfect for weakness. Kung ano yung kahinaan, perfect itong strength to cope with the weakness. Tatalunin niya yung weakness because this is greater than the weakness. The power of God is greater than the weakness. The grace of God is powerful than the weaknesses. Anyan po ba kayo? Another, ito po si Rosaria Champagne Battlefield, sa dati po siyang lesbian. She's a former tenured professor of English at Syracuse University. After he con- her conversion to Christianity in 1990, and she developed a ministry to college students. She has taught and ministered at Geneva College and is full-time mother and pastor's wife, part-time author and occasional speaker. This is the grace of God at work in the lives of people. You may not be a homosexual, you may not be a lesbian, but you are a drunkard, you used to be corrupt, you used to indulge in sexual immorality, regardless of your weaknesses, the grace of God is made perfect for your weaknesses. Now that God has cleansed you, forget the old life and start walking into a new life. God would, li- would like to restore the image He has in you. It's the restoration God would like you to have the inst- to reinstall the new life. Original naman tayo talagang create ng Panginoon maganda eh. From the very beginning, nakapasok lang ang kasalanan. Kaya yung kasalanan, yung original sinag-travel from one generation to the other. Now, God is beginning to restore us. Kung merong tatanggalin na masama, na kasalanan, yung lumang buhay natin, dapat merong ilagay. Tama? 
Sa Titus 2.12, sabi, And to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. Now, sabi na sa in Corinthians 5.17, familiar tayo dyan. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, sino rito ang nakai-Christ na taas ng kamay? Okay, this is for you. The new creation has come. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, bago ka na. Sa kabila, bago ka na. Hindi ka na luma. The old has gone, the new is here. Binago na tayo ng Panginoon. Now, para maintindihan natin yung tatlong words na yun na ating binasa kanina, Okay. Una. Yung sinabing self-controlled life, it talks about, it relates to ourselves. Okay? Yun yung sa sarili natin. Meaning, freedom from self-domineering patterns and be under God's control and power. Dati, sinasabi natin, tayo ang hari ng ating sarili. Ako ang masusunod. Ito mangyayari because I said so. Ito ang gusto ko. Akin to. Sa akin yan. Palakpakan ninyo ako. A- sentro sa sarili. Okay? Kung ano yung gusto natin, yun ang gagawin natin dahil ang gusto mong isatisfy yung, yung sarili. Okay? Pero, ang sinasabi ko rito, freedom from self-domineering patterns, malaya ka na, hindi na yung kagustuhan mo, kundi yung control na kapangyarihan ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. Na kanyang ibig ko sabihin? Kaya sinabing self-controlled life, dahil kasi wala kang control sa kasalanan eh. Pinaglalaro ang kangalang ng kasalanan eh. Akala mo, tama yung pangangatwira mo, pero nakasentro pala sa sarili mo. Pag sinabing self-controlled life, meaning, ito yung the Holy Spirit that will begin to take control of your life. Ako yung ibig ko sabihin, gusto mo man ng kasalanan, o gusto man ng laman mo ng kasalanan, sasabihin mo, no, dito ako sa righteousness. Ako yung ibig ko sabihin, you can now say no, you can have now control over you by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of God. Amen? Okay. Pangalawa, it relates to others, yung pagiging upright. Okay? Living with justice, integrity, honesty, morality, and truthfulness with others. Kung dati, ang tingin mo sa tao, pera, pag may nakakita kang tao, pera to. Pagkakapirahan. Okay. O kaya, makikipagkaibigan ka, dali niisip mo, ano kayo makukuha ko sa taong ito? Si sinungaling, pagsasamantala, you will now begin to have the uprightness, the moral uprightness to treat other people properly. At yung sinabing godly, it relates to God. It is our vertical relationship. God as the center of everything and Jesus as the Lord of all. Hindi na ngayon laging sa sarili mo. Si Jesus na ang sentro ng buhay mo. Siya na ang Panginoon mo. Hindi na ikaw ang Panginoon ng iyong sarili kundi si Lord na ang iyong Panginoon. The way you handle your finances, Lord, anong kalooban mo sa finances ko? Lord, anong kalooban mo sa family ko? Lord, anong kalooban mo sa marriage ko? Anong kalooban mo sa mga anak ko? Lord, gusto ko pong magtrabaho. Anong kalooban ng trabaho gusto mong ibigay sa akin? Sa inyong opportunity, anong pipiliin ko? God is always your consideration. Kung gagawin ko to, maluluwalhati ko ba si Lord? Mag-glorify ko ba siya? Kung ito ang gagawin ko, masasaktan ko ba ang puso ng Diyos? Siya na kasi yung sentro ng buhay mo. Kung ikaw ay estudyante, mangungopya ba ako? Para lang pumasa? If Jesus is the center and the Lord of your life, you will think twice. God will now be your ultimate consideration. Sabi ng Galatians chapter 5, 
verse 22 to 25. But the fruit of the Spirit, ito yung mga bagong itatanim sa atin. Re-reinstall sa atin ng Panginoon. Is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, and yung worldly passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So Titus chapter 2 verse 14, Who gave Himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify us, and to purify for Himself a people that are His very own eager to do what is good. Sabihin niyo good. Iyon ang gusto ng Panginoon, simula nating gawin. Matapos maitanim yung fruit of the Spirit sa atin, magsisimula tayong gumawa ng tama. Paano mangyayari at maging posible ang lahat ng ito? Pastor, bukang binabanggit mo, perfection na. As I said, we cannot attain perfection while we still live here. But we can grow in the grace of God. Lalago tayo. Kaya po natin, alam niyo kung bakit? Because... Ang sabi po ng salita ng Panginoon sa Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to emphasize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way. Just as we are, yet he did not sin, referring to Jesus. Meron daw tayong high priest, meron tayong Panginoon, na hindi nakakauna na na hindi pwedeng hindi mauunawaan ng iyong kahinaan dahil sa kanyang buhay naranasan din niyang tuksoy siya pero siya hindi gumibap, hindi siya natukso sa kasalanan. Kaya ang dapat natin gawin na ito, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Pupunta tayo sa trono ng biyaya ng Diyos. Posibleng mabuhay ng may kabanalan. Posibleng ang grace ng Lord will be at work in you. Go to the throne of God's grace so that we can receive mercy and find grace to help us, to help us in our weaknesses, even in time of our need. So we say God's grace enables us to live a life of exceptional purity. We hope you were inspired by that message. Learn more practical insights on such essential biblical truths by joining the Victory Group today. Inquire at the concierge or in our website at www.victoryalabang.org or just drop us a line in our Facebook page at facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Thank you and stay connected.